Hi, it's Mark Sisson. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver a variety of fresh content to help you live awesome. Enjoy the show. Engage with us online at marksdailyapple.com and on social media, and send your questions to info at primalblueprint.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we have back on the show Cindy Liu and Earl Martin of Malibu Essential Oils. And they did podcast number 158, so you can go back and find a little bit more about that conversation regarding their history and and more of their journey, which we'll cover a little bit here. But we want to get into some specific uses and get into essential oils and um, how they can improve our lives. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Thanks, Al. So I want to talk to you right away about, you know, essential oils are really popular now. I know I use them. Mark's wife uses them. Everyone I know is into them. For me, it was a way of, well, you reintroduced me to it again in my life, but it was so great because I love scents and things like that. And most of them are toxic. And I just didn't even know how far it could go. And now that I've had a lot of experience with it, we'll talk about some of the kind of miraculous uh, improvements I've had in certain areas with it. But Cindy Lou, I want to ask you this. So when using essential oils, some you can use internally, right? And some you can use topically. But, you know, even on ones that you can use internally, I've had people go, ooh, be careful, you should dilute it. You know, that could be dangerous. And so let's clear up some of these fears or can you talk about that so we can get a handle on it? Absolutely. Um, The conversations that are happening about essential oils are two different schools of thought, right? So Earl and I went to um, get our international aromatherapy certification so that we could be versed in both conversations because we started with the brand doTERRA. And we loved it. I actually didn't like fragrances and scents before that, and neither did Earl, right? Correct. Yeah, we were no scent people. I didn't wear perfume. Everything we bought was unscented um, because we would have kind of a icky reaction to them. And then when I discovered doTERRA essential oils, I thought, wow, these are really beautiful. They seem really different. I had absolutely no idea uh, what the difference was. I just intuitively felt like I gravitated towards these and I wanted them and I wanted all of them, right? So then as I began to investigate, I ran into a lot of contradictions. So that's why we went to aromatherapy school where we found more contradictions, right? <laughs> and we got really confused and had to fight our way out of this box. So one conversation is that more conservative, internationally based conversation, which is partly due to the fact that they're they're teaching from a point of view of um, dubious oils, right? You're not sure what oils you have. So to be safe, let's really dilute them. Certainly don't stick them in your mouth. You know what I mean? It's sort of like when we go hiking and there's a berry on a bush and I stick it in my mouth and Earl says, don't eat that. (laughs) I'm with Earl on that one. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what it is. I'm like, but it looks so juicy and sweet. Like the birds are eating it, right? So he's like, don't eat that. And you're right. It's probably the smart thing to do. But if I know what it is, right? And I know where it comes from. I know what it's supposed to do for my body. Then I'm going to eat it, right? So that's sort of the difference. When I'm dealing with just 
doTERRA oils and I understand the sourcing and I've had a lot of experience with them both topically, inhalation, and internally, internal usage is just sometimes the way to go, especially for things like digestion. You know, if you want something to go systemic in a different way, you want to take it internally. It's not that internal is better or topical is better or inhalation is better. It's really like, what am I using this oil for? Because peppermint, great for headaches, great for bad breath, great for like enlivening your mood, great for digestion, right? But if you want to use it for a headache, we probably want to apply it to where it hurts, If you want it as a breath freshener, you want to put a little bit in your mouth, right? If you want a mood uplift, you're going to want to do a diffusion of some kind. And if you want to help your digestion, you're going to want to get it lower into your digestive tract. So that's kind of the difference, right? The other school is that school that is being very, very safe. And I can completely appreciate that. And sometimes it is effective at those low dilutions of one to 5%. And we're, we're creating a baby's kit right now where we're only putting less than 5% dilution, um, to help with baby digestion and, you know, all of those little things, cause they're sensitive. But if you're not that sensitive and you're familiar with them and you're comfortable with the brand you're using and doTERRA is not the only only internal grade. Um, there's lots of internal grades out there, but I will say there are many, but not a lot. And 80% of all essential oils are adulterated because of the non-regulation of its labeling. So that being the case, if you don't know what you're taking, yeah, don't eat the berry. Right. Oh, and why, well, why is doTERRA the premier and what is it about their sourcing? What is it that you learned about that that made you go, you know what, I trust this company because I use them. I know Carrie Sisson does. Everywhere I go, at least in California, it seems to be that that's the choice. So clearly there's a, either a monopoly going on or no, but I mean, clearly <laughs> it's it's the choice of, of most people right now. Well, it, they're separating themselves from the pack right now based on the type of research that they do, uh, which is... Um, partnering with really legitimate organizations like Johns Hopkins uh, University and Vanderbilt Hospital, which is a teaching hospital. Um, So they're also now starting to release peer-reviewed published reports that are just about doTERRA oils because the standards and the chemistry is just different. So they've found a way to source them sustainably, ethically, from where they are grown indigenously, which all that we learned in aromatherapy school, right, Earl? Mm-hmm. That that was really important about where you sourced it from and you know how it was harvested and how it was treated. Um, but they take it to the next level. In aromatherapy school, they sort of stopped at the GCMS report. Correct. Right? Which is gas chromography, mass spectrometry. I think I got that right. (laughs) It's a mouthful. Um, But that report tells you what the chemical constituents are in really any substance and um, what the levels are. And beyond that, they don't do much else. Um, But there's just a lot of other ways that that test can come out clean and it's still somehow adulterated or they've, you know, mixed one oil with another. Um, And that report can still be okay. 
doTERRA tests seven different ways and they let other people do it for them. It's not all in-house, which, you know, that's really appealing to me. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. On top of that, I have access to the owners of the company, people really high up, and I've got a fussy nose and a fussy palate, right? Because we had that mold toxicity, I think we talked about in our last interview, um, where earlier, yeah, which spawned some thyroid problems for both of you. Well, we can talk about that later. But yeah, that's his thyroid was just you know a cascade effect of all those situations. Um, but because of that, we're just so sensitive to synthetics. You know, everything is it just sends me into congestion, coughing, sneezing, you know, dizziness, like all of these symptoms start arising if there's any synthetics at all. So uh, my nose is really sensitive. And that's another way of validifying them now at this point. Is that a word, validifying? It, it is. It is now. Validating. Okay. <laughs> um, what's, what's the deal with diffusers? Because I know there's different kinds, and I remember hearing you on Be The Wellness with Vanessa and Adam Lambert, and she was mentioning something how she was like, yeah, I diffused oils, but then like I could taste the lavender in my mouth, and it was, and you were like, oh, no, no, what kind of diffuser do you, and it was like a thing where I was like, ooh, I got to call Cindy Lou and Earl and ask them what diffuser I should get, because I didn't know there was really a difference, so what's what's the story with that? Um, the diffuser that she had was an atomizer and we call it the foggy frogger. Um, an ad, what an atomizer does is it'll take a pretty large quantity of essential oils, you know, a, a five milliliter bottle, which is about a hundred drops. And you kind of stick it onto the end of this thing and it goes, and it starts atomizing pure essential oil into the air, right? And and now you're, and it'll burn through a hundred drops in, I don't know, four or five hours, right? Which is a ton. We use the Froggy Fogger for mice in the attic, right? Um, a really stinky car that we want to just like blast it out. Those types of things, very limited usage because a hundred drops, especially of doTERRA is a ton of oil. It's a ton of oil, right? At least a month's worth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what we recommend, and then the other thing that you don't want to do, so that one I would use in selective cases. Um, Another version of diffusers that people use are like with a little tea light underneath, you know, it's like a little lobster. I was going to ask you about that one, like the burning and the thing. And then they always seem to get nasty and crusted up and they always seem to never, it never works out. No, (laughs) it's it's not a great choice either because first of all, Like I said, 80% of all essential oils have some kind of filler in them. And by filler, I mean an additional carrier oil. Maybe it's jojoba or coconut oil, you know, vegetable oil of some kind. And now you're burning that, first of all. Second of all, even if it's a pure essential oil, even if you put doTERRA in – in one of those tea light diffusers, you're completely changing the chemistry and turning it into a smoke, Right, you're not actually just diffusing the molecules that we're all right. It's being burned. Yeah, it's being burned. (laughs) So um, that changes the chemistry at best, let's say, to an unknown. 
Right. So maybe you like the smell of it after it's burned. Some people say, oh, I love when I burn blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, if you like it and you're having a positive response to it, maybe for that oil, that's okay to you. But on an, on a regular basis, I don't recommend um, heating the oils at all. Cause we don't even, you know, when, through the summer, we ice packed all of our oils for sale at the farmer's market. Oh yeah. So to everyone listening, um, Cindy, Lou and Earl are live close to me and we were dealing with like 110 degree, like mornings at like 8am. It was so it was crazy. We were exhausted. And even in Malibu it was hot. Right. And, um, when we last year, we didn't even sell in the summer because we're like, no way we don't want the oils to get above 80 degrees. So what system do we use Earl? We, we just use ice packs. We have, uh, you know, our little trays, we just get those, you know, little ice packs that you use in a cooler and we have those underneath the oils. So when they're, they're sitting on top, they stay nice and cool. We, uh, we will, we'll have our larger bottles in a cooler, in a case. Yeah. We're Um, really nerdy about keeping them to temperature. Not to say that if they get above 80 degrees, they're ruined. They're not right. But, but why risk it? Right. And it might be an unknown. So, so getting back to the, like, maybe not burning the oils with the tea light. Uh, what's the- Okay, so the diffuser that I recommend is anything that is a cold water sonic diffuser. It's using a sonic plate vibration to mist both water and the oil into the air. In that case, we, I maybe use, you know, you know, kind of like our living room kitchen area, which is pretty open, has a large ceiling. Um, I'll maybe use six to eight, drops of essential oil for the whole day. Right, right. With about like a quarter to a half a cup of water, right? And it doesn't have to be special water. It's okay if it's tap water. Definitely don't use distilled water because you need some minerals in the water for the misting to happen. Man, I can see someone thinking that distilled water would be the choice. So I'm glad you brought that up because that would be like someone yeah. would think that would be the purest or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not the choice. And then there's this sort of um, analog, I don't have a diffuser, how should I diffuse version two. Um, I, you know, I have my little trailer at the ranch and um, I have a little oscillating fan, right? And I will moisten a paper towel this is to keep the flies out of my trailer. I'll moisten a paper towel. I'll put three drops of uh, respiratory oil, breathe oil. You know, it has the peppermint things that flies don't like. And I'll just stick it on the back of my fan. And it'll suck to the fan because, you know, it's sucking in air. And it'll just go swing back and forth and diffuse, breathe into my trailer. And then Earl has a method too. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do a similar thing. Like if if we've been doing a lot of cooking in the house, or uh, the dogs have been ru- up up at the ranch running around with the horses and are all stinky, or whatever. Just if, if they get if it gets smelly in the house, uh, through you know throughout the whole house, or maybe I've burned something on the stove. I'll just take a paper towel like that and I'll put it on the intake to the to the furnace, you know, into the the central air. 
and that'll just quickly I'll put maybe 10 drops of oil on that paper towel and it'll quickly diffuse through all the vents through the whole house that's genius <laughs> and here I am with like a bowl of vinegar trying to get rid of your <laughs> smell I'm like what the hell yeah, no, it's just super fast and then don't be afraid of Jimmy rigging something like sometimes I will just put water in a teacup and put some drops of essential oils in there and let it just off gas right and and you know sometimes I put it right in front of me if I'm working or reading um and I don't have a diffuser with me, that works just fine too. So it doesn't have to be super sophisticated. Just don't heat it up, you know? Another easy method I tell people is to put uh, Epsom salts like half full in a mason jar and like a cheesecloth over it. You can drop essential oils onto the Epsom salts, shake it up, and that'll diffuse into the room and you can reuse that as well. So you don't need a, you know, 50 or $100 diffuser to use essential oils that are of high grade. These are a lot of easy ways to do it too. That's amazing. Um, getting back to the internal stuff, you know, I really never thought about putting essential oils in my mouth until I met you guys. And then I was over at your place the other day and you, Earl, have you're a master doing some crazy sauerkraut over there. You've got some homemade <laughs> kefir. I heard a bottle exploded on a mishap there. Yeah. Um, but you know, we were talking, and, and you guys were you're like, hmm, you know what? I think I'll. And you went and got some essential oils, and you know, you kind of did some experimenting with that. And I was like, oh yeah, he's flavoring. You can use this cooking. You can. You don't have to have fresh limes. You offered me some sparkling water and put a little drop of lime essential oil in there. It was yeah. like amazing to have these around for that use. So tell us a little bit about how you like to use essential oils in cooking and drinking and all that stuff. Well, you know, all the, all the oils that we use for cooking, they, they do have uh, medicinal benefit, um, but uh, they, they, they taste great. So, you know, for instance, if, if I'm making a recipe that would, would call for black pepper, uh, I can use a little black pepper oil, but also knowing that there's, you know, our body has, you know, good CB, CB2 receptors that are activated by black pepper. So that's going to be a pro, in, uh, you know, I mean, an anti-inflammatory effect for that, uh, as well as being good for digestion uh, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's a great flavor. Uh, it's a clean, pure source. So, you know, for instance, you know, I've heard about, you know, sometimes there being mold toxicity uh, in certain kind of dried spices and things. But you now you know with that essential oil, everything's pure. There's no, it's not going to be any outside uh, toxins. So that's that's another benefit of that. Um, adding something like ginger. So maybe I added a little ginger to my kefir, a great flavor. Uh, gives ex- sort of a warm exotic flavor, but also excellent for the digestion. So you you have these added benefits. Same with the, the lime is going to be the lime or the citrus oils are going to be good for, um, you know, c- cleansing the liver and helping get petrochemicals out of your body as, I, as well as tasting great. So. I do like to put lime essential oils in a margarita because the lime is good for my liver and the tequila is not. So I feel like it's like a it's, a, it's an essential oil speed ball, you know, we're trying to let them duke it out and even it out for ourselves. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah so there's lots of different uh, benefits to, you know, using them. I've, obviously, you know, sometimes if I, you know, if I'm making something with chocolate, I can throw a little, little peppermint in there. Uh, so that's going to give a it a little whole, bit, a yeah, little bit, a little bit, but, yeah. you know, you get, you get that uh, nice flavor and it's a nice compliment. So there's lots of ways to use them. 
And the, just this morning, I was making a little um, dish for me and the person helping me. And I just we had plain yogurt. So I used a little wild orange to uh, sweeten it, right? Because nice. I don't want to add a lot of sugar. So I just did, you know, some fresh cut up plums um, from the farmer's market, rolled in a little bit of uh, plain sheep's yogurt and three drops of wild orange oil. And she's like, oh my God. And, and then I salted it. That was kind of the secret sauce. I add a little tiny bit of salt and she's like, it's so good. I said, there's no sugar in there. Right. Yeah. And think like, about that as a dessert. Like, yeah. It was a amazing. wonderful dessert. It tastes like it's an ambrosia, you know, and that orange gives it that flavor. And also, especially for herbs, you know, for like making marinades or salad dressings, you know, often you, you want to use some of these herbs so it, you know, having to, having to go and get fresh thyme and oregano or basil and certain rosemary. things, rosemary, you may not have have the opportunity to go grab all those. But if you've got all those, those little essential oils in there, you just put one little tap of those in. Now you've got a nice little Italian seasoning. I put a little oregano uh, in a tomato sauce that I made last night and it was delicious. So there's lots of different ways you can use these and, and have them on hand. You know they're pure. They're, they're going to have that nice, consistent flavor. Yeah. And, and, and I, and we can't stress enough that if you are using doTERRA in particular, like a quarter of a drop or dip your toothpick into the rosemary and swirl that into a tablespoon of olive oil and then roll your potatoes in that, your whole batch of potatoes will taste like rosemary. It's very strong. Very little, a whole drop would kind of ruin the, ruin it in a way. Right. And also I want to ask you about that. So some of the bottles, the the dropper shape allows for larger drops. And then you've got these like tiny little mini bottles where you can just kind of do a tap and it gives a little spritz that's very tiny. So when you order like the larger bottles of oil, I like that you have a toothpick, but is would you also suggest like getting a few of those smaller bottles to oh, use yeah. for those yeah. for cooking? We, yeah. We live and die by the five eighths dram. You know that. Five you know, eighths we, dram. That's, <laughs> that's what, it's, what called. it's called. It's a five eighths dram and it's an old timey a bottle that I don't know, it just feels good in your hand, right? I love my five eight strams. Um, and they administer a quarter to a half a drop. They have a smaller reducer on them. And you can also steer it, right? So like sometimes when you have a bug bite on your leg, it's hard to get a drop. And then you end up getting two drops or three drops. And now you've wasted like two to three pounds of plant matter, maybe more depending (laughs) on the oil because you went oopsie. You know what I mean? And part of our educational process is teaching people how to honor the plants, how to honor how many plants go into something this pure and this concentrated and to teach them how, you know, the strength of a quarter of a drop and that's all you need. So we're not so much like I want to dilute this very heavily, um, as much as we're like, just use a little tiny bit and save the plants, right? Right. Yeah, no, these are these little drams are so great. And we'll get into these kits in a minute. But um, Earl, I want to ask you, so when we you were on the show last, you had just started the Primal Health Coach program. And now you've passed. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how was it? It was good. It was it was challenging. Uh, that's very. It's a very deep course. Uh, lots of great information, and uh, really, uh, it really was like being back in school. So uh, I was I was happy that I got it completed when I did. No, that's amazing. And I know that um, we talked also about your Hashimoto's uh, on the 
on the last uh, episode, you've been feeling so much better. And I know, Cindy Lou, you are off uh, thyroid medication altogether. Mm-hmm. And you're feeling great. So I know you guys are feeling really good, but I really wanted to bring you up, Earl, because a lot of guys just would not even think to use essential oils because they think of that as being a froofy, feminine-y, perfumey thing, which, of course, you can use it in that way. Um, and yeah. we've talked about cooking and things like that. But you told a story in the last podcast that I think is worth sharing again about how you and Cindy Lou both got off of sleeping meds with the deep sleep customized blend you made. Mm-hmm. Um and so I want to talk to you about how you, you know, that story, and then we'll get into some of the things you like in a masculine, you know, way for, for <laughs> manly, <laughs> oil, manly use. oil use. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, the, the two main things, yeah, the, the sleep is huge uh, and everyone needs better sleep. Um, just the nature of our society, we're, we're stressed out uh, to the max and uh, getting good, good rest is so critical to our entire, uh, well, well-being. The other thing is for me is pain management, you know, so whether it's, you know, pain from, you know, sitting at a computer for too long with the lower back or the neck or from doing physical exercise, uh, getting, you know, getting better recovery times and that kind of thing, or just even having some injuries, you know, hurting my, hurting my wrist or hurting my knee, playing sports, um, using oils for pain management, management is so critical and especially something like our deep blue rub um this doTERRA product that's so great uh it's a topical blend not having to take a pill that's gonna have to be processed through the liver and do all that where you can just apply things topically to where it hurts have it absorb in knowing that it's a good natural product um and offering you know immediate relief is really one of the best. Actually, Cindy Lou, you <laughs> you remember this, but I actually you had given me um some of the deep blue rub. And I at first And you were dubious. I was you so were. I'm telling you, I was so skeptical. <laughs> I was like, whatever, like Ben Gay, great, cool. Like I seriously was like, I don't know. And I didn't actually use it for like a couple of months until I had like a crazy sciatic hamstring situation. And um, I used it and then I couldn't believe the next morning the pain was gone. It had not gone away for days and I didn't do anything different except for that rub. And then I used it like on another spot on my neck, like immediately. And it, I couldn't believe that it worked. And then my friend's husband with his hip, he was like, I don't believe this. How is this possible? <laughs> He's like, this is witchcraft. And I called you and I was like, how is it? Like, how is this possible that this topical thing soaks in and literally work works, not masks pain, not just makes it feel nice and cool for a while. Not just turning off pain receptors in your brain, which a lot of things do. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you you had a really interesting explanation. I'm like, how, what's in this stuff? How does it work? And how is it actually doing the anti-inflammatory effect like better than an Advil? You know? Uh, It's funny because it's actually incredibly simple, right? Our bodies are natural and primal, and they identify other natural things and go, ooh, you seem real, right? So what is happening is in Deep Blue Rub, which is a doTERRA product, which was actually my gateway to the whole situation. I was in immense pain, um, and in my first class, they put Deep Blue Rub on my wrists. And I had two wrist braces on at that time. Couldn't lift a mug, couldn't open a fridge, couldn't drive a car um, without rigid wrist braces on. And 
after about 10 or 15 minutes, I could like move my wrist. I could like pick up my own water glass. I could do things. And I put those wrist braces in my purse and never have really used them since then. Right. So what's happening is the primary oil in that is wintergreen. And wintergreen and birch have methyl salicylate as their number one chemical constituent. And methyl uh, methyl salicylate is what, I hope I'm saying that right, is what they originally made aspirin out of. They used to grind up birch and that was the original form of aspirin. It's anti-inflammatory and the body recognizes it as this natural substance and you have receptors on your cells. When they synthesize this so that they can patent it, so they can make buku bucks, right, is that they create a Frankenstein version of the molecule, <laughs> right? They go like, oh, this looks like it. And, the, uh, and then the body looks at it and it goes like, you look kind of familiar, right? Like, come on in. And then it has the symptom relief and then your body and your cell has to do like the the put effect, right? Where it just goes like, no, maybe you're not what you said you were. Thanks for the help. And now I have to do the heavy lifting of getting rid of you, right? So it's a little bit like letting your brother-in-law sleep on the sofa, um, but it's not really family. And now how are you going to get him out? (laughs) He wants to stay there. (laughs) So it's just a little extra work and you just don't have that love feeling that you would have if it was actually, you know, related to you. So there's that A. Um, B is that uh, that chemical compound is maybe 95% of the compound content in wintergreen. But there is that other 5%, these dozens and sometimes hundreds of other chemical constituents that make that oil complete right? Make it do the service for the plant. Um, It's keeping the plants well. Some oils are helping with reproduction. Some oils are the immune system of the plant, right? So it's the complete oil is doing something for that plant in all of its chemistry. But in the pharmaceuticals, they'll just take the main one. They'll go like, this is, hey, it's 97%. That's good enough, right? But that's like saying like you tasted this delicious carrot soup and you're just going to make fake carrots and that's it and not do any of the things that made it so palatable, the little bit of salt, a little bit of onion, a little bit of this or that spice that made it what it was that was so delicious to you in the first place. So that's why your body in its, you know, injury looked at these natural substances as real support you know, real, real substances that can create an environment for healing without later becoming hostile to the body. So that's why it works quickly and effectively and is not this like second choice to something else that your body is going to have to then process as basically synthetic foreign objects. Well, that's the funny thing is that it's not a second choice anymore. That something like that is now a first choice. There's no way that I would. Um, But also it saved me from having to get a couple massages because I had a lockup in my back and I was like, uh, and I had a roller and I was like, oh no. And I was like, oh God, I'll have to get like a massage. And I was trying to roll it out. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have the deep blue rub, did that, rolled it out. Yeah, self-massage But it's really amazing. amazing. It is, it's almost disbelief. I challenge anyone if you've got issues that come up 
athletically with soreness or just chronic pain to try it because it really is kind of a mind blower. Um, and Can then I I'll tell you another story that yeah. is going on with me recently. Um, I did a little, I've been having trouble with my arm and my shoulder. I was losing range of motion and, you know, we're actually going on the be the wellness Costa Rica retreat. Yeah. Um, hi Vanessa and Adam and I'm, it's six weeks out and on the schedule is like whitewater rafting and these, um, surf lessons. Like all shoulder activities. <laughs> right. I'm like, great. It's all in my shoulder. And I, so I decided to sit down and be my own client. Um, I did a little Googling as we do, and it looked like I had all the symptoms of the beginning stages of frozen shoulder. And so I've decided to make a blend for myself um, that I can use two, three, four times a day, as many times as I can sort of get to it. I massaged it in, you know, deep into the where that scar tissue I could feel was locked up and uh, went back to my massage therapist, which I've been seeing every week trying to help me with this shoulder. And it wasn't making a lot of progress, you know, it'd be snapping back every week. And she said that I had made two to three months of progress in one week with the addition of the oils and the self-massage, the stretching and the Pilates that I was doing. So I'm accelerating my healing um, by really focusing on using the oils and like you said, rolling it out, other self-care that I can do. Tell us about another one that I know a lot of friends of mine, um, we had a we have a mutual friend who had an issue where there basically like there were two fires on their block and their neighbor's houses burned down in with like less than a couple of months. It was an extremely stressful situation, especially since they had to vacate their home. Uh, it had become just a toxic dump from the fire next door, and nobody in their family was getting sleep. Like everybody was stressed out, <laughs> and it was about around her birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh! And I got her one of your kits, you know, and I, we kind of customized yeah. it for her. And she just swore by the deep sleep. And I know that that's what got you guys off of, you guys used to take stuff to go to bed. And then, so tell us about deep sleep, because it's got a lot of really yummy stuff in there. And I know the one uh, other comment you get, Cindy Lou, a lot on this, because you, you got it from me and also a couple friends of mine, which was, I've started to dream again. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell us about Earl getting off of the, like, how, what was your life like with the sleeping before? Well, yeah, that was, it was kind of a, a struggle. Uh, so just trying to make it, you know, all the way through a night and sleep, um, was, was difficult. You know, I had been prescribed sleeping pills from a doctor. So I was using, you know, Ambien and Lunesta and those didn't seem like a good solution. So then I was using Advil PM, you know, and was using that so often and so much that I was buying it at Costco. And basically over a course of eight years, had just become completely addicted to my sleeping pills. And um, when I started with the, the oils, I simply, you know, we, we, we got this kit looked up uh, in our book, like, what do we do for sleep? And uh, we happen to have the lavender and the vetiver in there. And so I just started using that, putting that on my, the bottoms of my feet, and on, the, on my chest and on my neck. And it worked great. And then, so then, 
like immediately it was like no more no more pills <laughs> which was just which my, we're not allowed to say which was <laughs> which is which was just mind blowing uh in itself um also you know not waking up groggy in the morning um i would still you know sometimes use uh, a melatonin supplement um, but melatonin, I use it sometimes too. It does still make me yeah, a little groggy. It'll make you, yeah. gro- it'll make you groggy. Yeah. I um, wake up foggy. Yeah. So it really was, uh, such a huge thing. I think also, you know, we, we, we got better supplementation. So that helped to started getting a more complete, uh, you know, supplementation regimen, which helped. Um, but, but yeah, and then we added to, and then, you know, the nice thing about the Malibu farmer's market is like, that is a tough audience, man. <laughs> it's actually, I, mean, I can see that. Oh, I can totally see that. It's, I can really, it's like doing theater for children. You know, it's like, whoa, you guys are going to annihilate me if it isn't just <laughs> right. You know? So, um, <laughs> we tested out two or three. Three, I think we're on our fourth deep sleep blend and this one locked down, you know, like this is the one that we get the feedback over and over again, like what you gave, which is like, I'm sleeping easily and deeply. I'm dreaming again. You know what I mean? Like I'm actually have something for when I wake up in the middle where I can fall back asleep. And, you know, not everybody needs the exact same blend, but this is the one that seems to work for about 80% of people that it's, it's quite successful, you know, and but even for myself, like I'll tweak it a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, Elle, you just tried this new blend of ours. Ohm. I've been using that one to help me sleep. I was going to say, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I was actually, uh, telling your husband how amazing (laughs) that blend is. It's like, a woodsy, yummy, folly winter. I, I kind of used it a little bit like a perfume, but it was also a yummy, chill out evening. I loved it. Yeah, it's great for the fall and winter because it's warming, you know, and because of the myrrh, it does cling to your skin enough that you can use it as a personal scent. But that one um, is designed to kind of spiritually align me, right? Because frankincense is the oil of truth. I mean, it's got frankincense and myrrh in it. It's got to have some kind of spiritual property to it, whether we understand it fully or not. And then clary sage clears that channel so that you can use your intuition. That's also in our sleep blend. And then Melissa. Melissa is the oil of light. It's a really high vibrational oil. So I think for me to sleep, I sometimes use that one over deep sleep because it's more about elevating my position on the world, you know, like getting that higher perspective and be get me out of the muck and mire of all the things that overwhelm me. Um, then like the knockout sauce tranquilizer that sometimes deep sleep can be. <laughs> yeah. And Melissa is also an, another one that's, it, it really activates the endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. So that's also a great one to help with, uh, pain and, and discomfort. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Also. So I want to get into a couple of your blends that I really love, but I also want to mention this one doTERRA one that I love too, called that you introduced me to recently called Clary calm mm. because I told, I called you and I was like, I'm feeling fine physically PMS, but I'm aggro want to murder my iPhone PMS. And you're like, yes. uh, you're like, Oh, I, I, I call this my answer. Yeah, I call it my anti-murder blend. <laughs> right, I love that. It, and then you were like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm sure Earl was like, whatever, chicks, just talking about their stuff. But, um, oh, no, Earl. No, it's, it's, it's my favorite blend that I don't use. 
<laughs> no, I'm grateful for it every month. <laughs> it's his shield. <laughs> yeah, and you're like dousing her with it before it even had you just know. Um, no, but the so anyway, you put some on the inside of my wrist, and I smelled it. And I love the smell. I mean, it was so amazing and calming. But oh my gosh, it completely diffused all of that stuff, and I can't wait to keep using this and have it on hand. Um, what's that about? Cause there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. I mean the, that particular blend from doTERRA is just one of my favorites. So beautiful. It's, it's mostly flowers, right? It's got Roman chamomile and ylang-ylang and you know, it's, it's, it's got a nice list of florals. And if you think about, <clears throat> this is part of what we teach. If you think about what is that part of the plant or that plant contributing, right? Those flowers are the reproductive system of the plant. And that precious oil that is in those scented flowers is the attractor, right? But it's also balancing, it's creating the environment where um, reproduction, and let's just say on an energetic level, then that, that creation, you know, can happen. And what it's basically doing, that one's a little different. I put it on your wrists instead of just having you do a hand diffusion of that because we want to get that one into the bloodstream. So I'll put it on my wrist and then, you know, I'll sometimes I'll take a whole lap around my neck. Every single system of the body runs through the neck. So when I'm feeling murderous um, or uncomfortable and I, I'm just not sure what it is, I'll just take that roll on and I'll just roll a circle around my neck and rub it in. That way I know it's getting into my bloodstream. It's affecting every single system of the body. And then, and then I can just breathe and see how I feel. And I think because we deal with thyroid issues, our hormones get a little out of whack and it's, it's a very simple way. And let's face it, I'm 47. So it's a very simple way to feel like, human and, and like myself, you know what I mean? And be loving again when I just feel like it, just punching people. Yeah. And then, and when we, when we say murderers and punching people, it's not cause that's inherently it's, we're talking about the hormonal changes that happen in as a woman and how those can affect your emotions. We're, we're normally lovely people, but yeah, you do. You, you I call them dropping pencil days. You drop a pencil and then it's like, you throw it across the room and you're crying. <laughs> it's a pencil. It's a effing pencil. Yeah. So and and is- I want to know when I'm like real mad, you know, when I'm like really mad for a substantial reason, I want to be able to distinguish that from my drop pencil. <laughs> right. Um, also, too, so you have a thyroid blend you made. We talked about that in the last podcast, and you have like it on a roll-on. You can roll it on your thyroid, and those are known uh, a combination to support the thyroid. So you've got that, which is super amazing. And also, we talked about the ohm. Let's talk about Mint Blast, because I do love doTERRA's peppermint for freshening my breath, but this is kind of my new favorite to breathe in and also to do a, a the little... Again, when we talk about drops, I'm talking about those five-eighth dram little things you're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Quarter to a so half drop. tell us about Mint Blast, because see, I love spearmint, and that's so in the forefront here, and it's one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I originally created uh, Mint Blast to be part of a cannabis uh, subscription box. 
right? So they said, could you, could you create something? And, and we like the cannabis industry, you know, to us, cannabis is just another plant that provides amazing medicine. And we do not discriminate her political history any more than we sort of hold doTERRA's business structure against itself, which a lot of people do, right? So we're like, hey, a good plant medicine is a good plant medicine. So when they, but we don't have any of those products. We just like to do value added because because they can link to each other and, and, and they both affect the endocannabinoid system and they can have entourage effect. So that being said, I created Mint Blast as an edible bong blend. So really, so that was the initial intention. That was the initial intention to what put in the water of a bong to so put that in you- bong water so that it could, first of all, cool the lungs, right? Uh, change the temperature of the body that is receiving it and, and even give that kind of mentholy cooling effect. And then, um, as much as we love straight peppermint, it's not that it's kind of sharp, you know? So the spearmint is a little sweeter. Um, and the frankincense that I add to that blend, cause I'm obsessed with frankincense, uh, has the most ability to heal cells in the lungs. So it's not unlike my lime in my margarita, if you get my drift, right? So, right, so if you're, it, you're, let them duke it out. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to let them, I'm going to send a little helper with the smoke, you know what I mean? To make sure that my lungs are being serviced at the same time. But that being said, the mint and frankincense have natural sesquiterpenes. And that's that basically means that they have a form of molecule that is lipophilic, which means it likes fat, can travel through fat that is natural. And so it can get through cell walls, including the blood brain barrier, which I know a lot of people are saying, like, you can't do that. They say you can't do that because you can't do that with anything synthetic. That Uh, that blood brain barrier looks at synthetics. And instead of like taking them in and spitting them out, it says like, no way you're not coming in here. Like this is not your area. Right. So, but when it's natural, it can travel through. So that mint blast became the absolute go-to headache blend as well. Oh, interesting. As a, as putting it on your palms, rubbing together and just smelling and breathing it in. Yeah. Or put it under your tongue. And then it'll go through that sublingual channel straight to the brain and affect the mood and the mind in a really direct way. So that's where Double Mint Blast came from. But that's just a really fun one, especially when you're tired or if you're in the car and you're, you know, you're feeling draggy. That's, that's my go-to for that. And Earl, talk about Mojo because I tried that the other day for the first time and I was like, ooh, I need a little dram of this. It's so delightful for a million reasons, just as a freshy want to just, you know, kind of mm, start the day, but I yeah, love it's, it. It's a really, it's a really nice complex flavor. Uh, it smells great. Um, it, you know, obviously it, it tastes great. It's good for your digestion and lots of different things. Um, but that was actually a blend that Cindy created for a client. Yeah. Uh, it was a private client that had gone through a really terrible breakup and had lost her mojo. So, (laughs) and Earl didn't really get it for long. So that one has ginger, which is actually the oil of empowerment. Um, Bergamot is the oil of self-love. 
lime has that zest for life. Uh, Clary sage calls in your intuition, like we talked about before. And then juniper berry dispels fears and nightmares. And it just became this beautiful thing that for a long time, Earl was like, I don't get mojo. Meanwhile, like women are coming up and buying two large bottles of mojo. I guess my mojo, mojo was please. doing fine. Yeah, he was fine. <laughs> and, fine. Then, and then what changed it? Um, I don't know. I think at some point, I guess I must have been needing it and <laughs> really, uh, really got, you know, what it could do. Um, cause didn't you say there was one day you tried it and your hair stood on end? Yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like, you know, sometimes the, the oils will just inform you like certain scents. Some, some people say, Oh, I don't like that smell or they'll smell something. They're like, I don't, I don't, that's not really for me. I mean, and the, you know, the clary calm is kind of like that too, but with the oil will tell you if, if that your body will tell you if that's the oil you want. Yeah. You and know? that's why we just encourage people when they say, well, I'm just looking and they're reading our little menu and we're like smell stuff, right? Because first of all, they smell better than they look, but let your body primally make this choice for you. You know, I'll give you four things to try and, and whatever is the one that you go, Ooh, that's the one. That one's so delicious to me. I can't get enough of that one. Just take that one. You know what I mean? Don't read it off a menu. Let your body pick. And it's just a really important part of the process that we want people to understand. Yeah, Earl, I want to talk to you about this Hawaiian sandalwood. And uh-huh. that's kind of a masculine scent, and I love it just myself, too. I, I as a woman, like sometimes things that are very masculine-smelling. Uh, but for the guys out there that are looking to sort of um, – that might not be like, oh, lavender reminds me of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, what kind of oils and scents uh, are the masculine ones that men might kind of start to explore? I mean, I think I think in general, a lot of men are more attracted to the the earthy, woodsier scents. Hawaiian sandalwood is a great one. Um, it has, and, and there is Indian sandalwood as well, also beautiful, very similar. I personally like the Hawaiian sandalwood better. It's got a little more of a tropical uh, scent to it, um, but it's also a, a sandalwood is actually a, re- a really good uh, male hormone hormone balancer. So you, you get an added benefit to that as well. Um, you know, maybe cedar wood, uh, some of the, you know, the balance blend is really nice, which I, I the balance blend is one that it's got, uh, um, wood and frankincense and blue tansy really good for physical balance. I use it when I go paddle boarding, uh, or, you know, mountain biking, something like that. Um, or yoga, anything where, you know, you want some physical balance. It's great for emotional balance too, but I like it for the physical balance. Um, and that's just a doTERRA blend. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there are, there's some great, uh, different earthy scents like that. I mean, I, I like vetiver too. Probably, probably not something that I would wear. It's, it's a little musky, too musky, you know, just to wear as a, by itself as a scent. And it's a tranquilizer. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's sort of in the deep sleep blend. So yeah, that, that is a very masculine scent though. And is in a lot of men's colognes. Yeah, Yeah, it is. You know, when we design for people fragrances that are both um, serving them in a mood or a physical way that they also like the smell of that they can wear. You know, that's yeah. one of the things that we do is help people create custom blends. I think we custom blended your thyroid blend. You did. And there was, and then, and, and remember there was even a time where I smelled I was like, no, I don't, 
I don't like this. It's too much that or too much that. And, and mm-hmm. we were just working together mm-hmm. and you were putting, you know, having me smell different combinations. And then the one that I was like, okay, I love that one. Yeah. 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 I, I hope we wrote that down. But that, <laughs> that's one of those things, you know, where it's like, yeah, we want to work with people because it's not about our personal taste. You know what I mean? It is, again, it's about how people react. And I literally will watch people when they're smelling things. I'll just watch their mood or, you know, kind of their aura and how it it shifts with different scents that even whatever words come out of their mouth is not as significant as looking at the smile on their face or watching their whole body relax. You know what I mean? So that's more how we like to design it. The, the brain is only, the language is only there to help us interpret how we're feeling about the oils. Right. I also want to mention a couple other fun ones. First of all, the fat lips is really fun. It's like a little roller ball and you kind of like a little for a lip moisturizer, but it's got like cinnamony and it's yummy. You can like lick your lips. It's tasty, breathy, freshener. Can you describe that one? Cause that's a favorite of people. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm pretty vain. Right. And I, but I want to keep it natural. And, um, so that gave birth to two products. One was Lash Grow because Latisse made my eyes burn and get red, right? And then the second one was Fat Lips because I have little lips. And as I get a little older, they were starting to shrink. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. So Fat Lips was developed to be a lip plumper. And it does. That's one of the funnest little demos to do at the farmer's market because it only takes about a minute to two minutes. Your lips get more red, you know, deeper pink because it's bringing that blood flow to the lips. And then it's expanding the capillaries and the geranium is a little engorging. It's also in our sex mix. Um, and, but the, to me, what then became the more important part of fat lips is that it is incredibly antibacterial. So it's cleaning the whole exterior mouth environment. And then if you lick your lips a little bit, and um, I didn't, I, I want to do this experiment myself, but when you lick your lips and you have a little, put a little cinnamon in your mouth, it will alkalize your mouth environment. So that's a shift that it helps to make. And then the other thing is it really helps with cravings. And it's one of the things, you know, we've been going into these um, Malibu rehabs as well and helping the clients there find different ritualized comfort through essential oils. And what the fat lips does is it helps to curb cravings for cigarettes and sugar, right? So they don't transfer one kind of addiction for another addiction. Um, That's another great thing that fat lips does. I love it. And I want to mention a couple oil. Uh, haven't tried this one yet, but, and it, hey, maybe a TMI, but you're a couple and you use it. Tell us about the sex mix. Earl. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is all you, Earl. <laughs> I'm not usually the one who des- describes this one, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a topical blend. Um, it's, you know, it's it's got aphrodisiac qualities. The the jasmine is really the, the heaviest uh aphrodisiac in that one. Um, but also the geranium is great. Uh, it's very stimulating. It brings blood flow. It's tingly. Um, and then he's blushing. We've got, the, we've got <laughs> hey, the, uh, Hawaiian you're selling sandalwood. it. Not me. I mean, you know, <laughs> the Hawaiian sandalwood, which is that n- nice musky, uh, scent, which is also good for hormones, uh, is great. And then what else we have in there? A little, is it bergamot? Bergamot for the self-love. Yeah. yeah. And really, you know, like the How do physical- you use it though? I mean, in every way? I mean, are you putting it on members, 
and mixing things there? Is it getting mixed like that? Or is it just a topical smell it, get aphrodisiac beforehand? It's a beautiful smell. Absolutely. It's a beautiful smell, but it's designed to be functional. All of our blends are designed to be functional. So you put uh, like <laughs> Earl once sold this to a DJ in four words and you can edit this out if you want, but what, how did, what did you tell the guy? Um, you just tap, tap on, you know, I, I just said, uh, uh, tits, vag and ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you put it, you put it where it matters, right? So for your, <laughs> edit, it's, it's, for it's whatever crude, your thing is, you as, that, as crude as that was. So when was, you edit said, that he said, out, he just said sold. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes on uh, the mail and boys like it too. Uh, okay. What about nipples? Is that yeah. So basically what I tell people is like, you know, put it on the points that really matter. So a couple taps on the nipples, it's safe under the hood. You can put it directly on the vulva. You can put it directly on the penis, you know, balls, like whatever you like. And, and it, it's, it's a very stimulating, fun, young, I mean, we don't do it without it. Right. Because Sure, we could, and that's great, but we always go like, yeah, but we could just juice it up that 25% that the sex mix brings. Yeah. You know, and And then sometimes if one of us is in the mood and the other isn't, um, sex mix. Douse the other in sex mix. (laughs) Yeah, even the playing field. You start diffusing it like right in his office. Like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's it's edible. Um, But the other great thing about it is, you know, like, like any sense perception. You know, our sense, our sense of smell is our strongest memory sense. So once you have a positive association with this smell, then it, it really is an aphrodisiac. When you smell it again, you do feel that, that sensation. And when we make our blend, that's one of the things we have to do. When we're, we're, we have to test every batch of blends that we make. And we always says, say it has to do the thing with the thing. You know, so whether it's the high in life that makes you, you know, open, open up your sinuses and give you that rush. If it's the sex mix, it's got to give you that tingle, you know, he says it has to make his nuts tight. (laughs) Nice. I like it. This is, this is a really good show. (laughs) This is really good. No, this is great. This is juicy. People are going to love this one. Hey, I love it. Hi mom. We used it today. Yeah. Hi, Mom. So it's an important one, and it's one again. It's one of those that people um, are a little obsessed with. But yeah, the, but you'll notice, notice that you you will get visceral visceral reactions when you use these oils, and you get to know them, and you, you have an expectation, and you and you'll also know when you smell other brands of oils, do they give you those same sensations? Are you gonna getting getting that reaction that you want? So it's a it's a good way to tell quality. Yeah. And, and they become your friends, you know, certain oils, uh, I, we personify them because they do become our friends that we get to know better and better. And that's why we tell people like, you know what, just start with a few oils. That's a lot of friends to meet all at once and on, you know, on to your body, to your mind, and then add one or two new things a month until you become proficient in processing these and understanding what they do for you so that you can can dial in your dosages, your dilutions, your combinations of oils, right? So that's what we like to teach people is that it's a healing art and it's intensely personal. Yeah. And I also just want to mention this too. I mean, I feel so lucky to have met you because I'm getting a level of expertise in an arena that 
And not to bag other people, but a lot of people sell doTERRA oils and they may be able to look up the same book description you and I could look up. But it's really different when you're getting coached and have a customization from people like you who not only have years of experience in it, but really are certified and understand this on a deep level. And a lot of people don't. And I think that's also where people can go wrong, right? You know, if you willy-nilly the stuff, you might not be getting the most out of it, but also you might be doing something that's not right for you. I think the most important, thank you, Al. I mean, we really, and we're so glad we met you too. Um, Really, we are. It's just so nice to have this connection because what we do, I think similarly, is we collect a lot of data. And I know you did this for your book and the the beauty of the farmer's market for us, it's five hours a week of collecting data from new people, from people that we have experienced some of the oils, you know, even just the way they purchase if they don't stop and have a conversation with us. And that is the primal part of what we are doing is that back in the day, it was through anecdotes. Right. Women tell, I mean, let's face it. It was women telling women stories about what they did for that rash on that kid's ass. You know what I mean? So that's how it was always passed down. And more important to me than the books and the videos and all those things is that people open up to us and they really share how these oils are working for them. And that's how we develop these blends and gather our expertise. So it's really everybody who uses them that's willing to share stories with us that we appreciate the most. Yeah. And I also want to throw out one because I'm just looking at the bottle here and I forgot to mention it, but the savior this summer was your cooling mist blend, the spray. Oh, yeah. yeah. My friend Karen and I, we were just, it was with me always. And I mean, I'd be in the car, I'd just spray a little bit on my neck. That was amazing. What's in there? Tell us about that. Cause that's, that's beautiful. Well, cooling mist is something that really anybody can make, right? And we really encourage people to learn how to make things themselves. But that is, I just took a two ounce glass spray bottle and I developed this blend. And what I do is I put about a half a teaspoon of um, fractionated coconut oil and then I put in peppermint, spearmint, and lavender, And then basically what that does, and about 10 to 15 drops of each, depending on how strong you want it, right? And what that is doing is, what I did was I brought that to Mexico, and I'll be bringing it to Costa Rica for sure, because I'm going to be in the sun a lot, right? So in that heat, what it does is it lowers your skin's body temperature, lowers the temperature of your skin. And, and then it also will start to go internal because of the coconut oil. And it's just a complete refreshment so that you don't, it's harder to burn when you're constantly cooling the temperature of your skin. But just like if you don't have air conditioning, all you need is a fan and a bottle of cooling mist. Yeah, no, it's an amazing, amazing blend. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's so good. We're for adding you. those ingredients, and then the rest of it's just water. Yeah, the rest is just water. So, to, you know, it's even probably better for us sometimes than canned air. You know what I mean? So it's uh, because it's doing so many things, but then you're getting all the other effects of the oils, like the mood upliftment and, you know, the calming of the lavender. It just starts to work on a lot of different levels. Yeah. And the lavender is going to be good for your skin. If you you are getting sun and if you are, if you are getting hot, it's going to help protect and heal that uh, burn or anything like, like that. It, you know, and it's just some of your favorite oils in a different delivery system, which is just in a mist. 
Right, right. No, it's amazing. Yep. Tell us how, I mean, because you do consultations with people, you work one-on-one, and I think it's important if you're starting out in this arena that you have someone like Cindy Lou and Earl to guide you and to get you started with, you know, starting off in the right direction and understanding how to use these oils. Because I had no idea. And had I just got a bunch of oils and a book, I can guarantee you I would have done it wrong. I, well, I just guarantee just it. Well, sit there, right? You know what I mean? That's right. I wouldn't have even used them. Yeah. So, so many people buy oils like their jewelry that they don't wear. They, they thought they were pretty. They shove them in a box and stick them in the closet. And then that's where they stay. And that's not how you use essential oils. You know, you gotta, oh, it's like people who buy books and don't read them and go like, oh, I have that book. I'm like, well, did you read it? You know? So it's the same thing. People buy oils. I say, well, how are you using it? And they're like, I don't know. I just have it. Right. So that's why we really instruct people. So everyone who joins our little club, um, they get two hours of private tutorial because it's not cookie cutter. You know, it's just not cookie cutter instruction. Um, we like to give people that private tutorial so we can find out how sensitive are you, right? What kind of things do you gravitate towards? What conditions and symptoms are you dealing with? Who else in your household is dealing with certain things, right? So we, uh, what about your situation at work? I mean, we just gave our friend who commutes from county line to Burbank every day a car, a car diffuser. And he was like, what is this? And I'm like, it's a car diffuser. So you can be diffusing oils through the USB of your car that fits in your cup holder. And his mind was blown, right? So it's little things like that that make it so personal and flexible for you. And that's why we focus. You know, now we're calling ourselves an, an essential oils concierge and mentoring service. But that's what you really are. Yeah. 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 It's like whatever you, however you want to add essential oils into your life, we can help you do that. And even more, even more critical, I don't know if it's critical, critical is the right word. Even more important is that people learn how to use the oils themselves. Like, you know, it's the teach a, teach a person to fish mentality where, you know, we can give you, we can give you these things and tell you, use them for this or that. Um, but ultimately we want people to be able to do their own research, get, have your book, look up your condition, choose your oil. And, you know, there's a selection of oils. There's a, usually a a wide variety of oils for each condition that you can use. Pick the one that you have and then start (laughs) using your, start using your intuition and your, and, and, and do use some trial and error. They're very safe and effective and you can try different things, but ultimately we want people to be empowered so that they can help themselves, they can help their family, they can help their friends. And then that way we spread this knowledge so that everyone becomes their own healer. Yeah. And I I used um, on guard recently, the doTERRA blend um, on a plane, you know, with sick children. And then also I got into, then I got into a car to go on a walk with my family and all the windows were up and the woman in the front came on the walk coughing blowing her nose. And I literally looked at my mom in the backseat like this mother. (laughs) I I was like this. And then, so like right when we got home and my mother always like, she's just one of those people that I think sometimes psychosomatically gets herself sick. Like, Oh, my hair is wet. I'll get sick. You know? So I, we went back and I said, mom, open your mouth. And I was like, (laughs) I just dropped (laughs) some on garden there and then did that as well on the plane. We, we both didn't get sick. I mean, it could have been also just strong immune systems, but it was nice to have that on hand. And with your little keychain kits, 
you know, you can customize. I now have two keychain kits and a bunch of oils, but to have them in the tiny little travel drams, this goes into my purse every day. If I go to the sauna at the gym, oh, some, some mint blast, breathe it in. I mean, it, I love having it everywhere because then these little drams and this, this keychain kit is it is essential because see, you can go buy the oils, but like, unless you're at home and they're on the table, you're not going to be dragging around a bunch of bottles in your purse. You know, I tell people it's like phones, you know, it's like who only leaves their phone at home anymore? Like take it with you. We're out in the world too much to leave it at home. Exactly. Especially for all of these things that can go on, especially if it's an immunity situation or even I love not buying gum anymore. Yeah. I don't have to have gum or breath fresheners with a bunch of crap in them or, or even the natural ones still. It's an extra expense. And so I have like a couple of bottles of the, the like little mint blast and peppermint kind of around and in my car too sometimes and take them with me um, because, you know. Well, you know what you're really doing um, because also the mints are dopaminergic. You're giving yourself a little release and stimulation and creation of dopamine every time you get anything with 1-8-cineol in it, right, which is that menthol-y flavor. And what we were talking about with this other um, Joe um, Sichta that we're working with now about a wellness program is that it can take you out of the habit of turning just to your phone right? Like if you just need a little dopamine, a little bit of a resty pie, right? Take a breath, a chill pill. A lot of people are looking at their phones for that now because all of those little notifications are all designed to trigger that little reward system. And so what we're doing for people who really want to spend less time addicted to their devices is say like carry a keychain, And when you think you're going to just disappear into bullshit on your phone, then work through a couple of your oils and see if that gives you what you wanted. You know what I mean? A little bit of a release. It can also replace cigarettes in that way. So that's why we encourage people to carry them with you. Plus you just never know. It'll save your life. Like if you didn't have it with you and, and maybe you weren't going to get that cough from that woman, but why not just eliminate that chance down to almost nothing? Right, right. And I was also, I another story, I was on the East Coast and it was buggy and the noceums were eating our feet alive outside. And I was like, oh boy. And they had off, you know, they had like the, uh-huh. the, sure, deet. the, the deet spray. <laughs> and I was like, mm, you know, and so uh, even though I didn't have any specific bug stuff, I did have my oil kit and I went and looked up online, like what are the oils that are good to, you know, and I happened to have like, I don't know, three or four of them on me. And I just was like, who cares what it smells like? I blended a few together and rubbed them all over my feet the next couple of nights. And I didn't have a problem, but it was sort of like, again, I was so glad to have that there. And then also from the bites, even just putting a little bit of lavender on there and stuff just helped. But, um, and I you could have used, used your deep sleep. You could have used your ohm on it. You know what I mean? We always say like you could have used straight peppermint or the deep blue. We always say that like the best oil is the one you've got with you. If you're not sure you have the right one and just try it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because you remember that the, the essential oils are, are the protective chemical compounds that plants create to prevent them, to, to protect them from the environment, often insects and things like that. So there are lots of different essential oils that are going to be a repellent to insects or in different kinds of bugs just because of that. Another thing I love is these are like my new go-to gifts for everybody, you know, because it's so hard to find female friends and other people gifts that are original and unique. And it's like, you're tired of getting them a candle, you know what I mean? And 
I love these kits you have, these little keychain kits to introduce people to them, to get them excited about it. It's so unique. And I just think like, uh, I feel like this is also a great new gift arena. It is, it is, especially where we live, where people have all the money and there's nothing that you can buy because of its price point or it's, you know, that kind of thing just doesn't appeal. And what you can do is customize keychains for people and just try to pick things that they like or, you know, buy some of the ones that we have. They're all handcrafted and so specific and come with instructions. And we really find it to be a non-intimidating way to introduce people to it. Yeah. And you know, you made a custom keychain kit for a friend of mine who wanted to give a gift to a relative who's going through breast cancer right now Mm -hmm. and, and dealing with lots of awful emotions and some negativity and lots of lots of yucky stuff and it's hard and um and also for her husband the who's going through it yeah and i know that you know she spoke with earl at the farmer's market and you guys worked to develop what would be the best for her and like that is a lovely gift as well you know for someone who's not doing well or going through a hard time or you know what i mean maybe, yeah and maybe I, they broke their leg and they're at home for six months and you're like you know what <laughs> so i just i love that idea too for healing gestures yeah, well, you got that kit for your friend whose home burned down. You said, I need to get her a kit, and it really made a difference for what she was going through. But for the holidays, if you're stumped, like we haven't seen anybody go uh, to a keychain, <laughs> people get pretty excited about it. Oh, yeah. It's such a great – and it's also – it's so small and compact, too. It's not like you're buying some huge gift. You've got a ship's 100 pounds, going to take up – you know, it's not something that they may or may not like, but it's not like you're buying them a picture frame. They're – going to hate and never use. So I love the idea. <laughs> it's a consumable, you know, too. And it's like, it's very easy to re-gift as well. <laughs> there, there you go. It's a great re-gifter. Um, no, yeah, but I love that too. And especially too, you know, even for someone who's a, a cook, um, doing a little culinary. Uh, oh yeah. Earl's been talking about doing a culinary kit. Yeah. I'm going to get, get one together real soon. Do you, can you customize whatever anyone wants for whatever? Always. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, tell how can we connect with you? I mean, your website is MalibuEO.com, Malibu yep. Essential Oils, and you have all of your custom blends up there and then also some doTERRA blends. Uh, how else can we connect with you? We are Malibu Essential Oils on Facebook. Um, we just are putting together our YouTube channel. So there's a lot of low quality videos on there right now of some of our classes. So the information is really great. Um, because, and we just posted a 45 minute class last night about pain. Um, so how to use oils for pain, a number of different ways, everything from, you know, a girl numbing her teeth after whitening strips all the way to, you know, my frozen shoulder, exactly how we're doing things. So again, it's just sort of the, the modern day version of us having our little campfire circle where we're talking about how we're using things. I love it. Well, thank you so much, guys. Have a great time in Costa Rica. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. All right, well, thanks for joining us. We'll put all of the links to connect with you and your website and uh, YouTube and Facebook in our show notes. But it's Cindy Lou and Earl Martin of MalibuEO.com, standing for Malibu Essential Oils. Thanks so much for coming on again. Thank you, Al. We are so happy that we're friends and neighbors. We really are. It's so great. I'm like, yeah, hey, I need a blend, quick. (laughs) (laughs) Or a ride. (laughs) That's right. You never know. All right, thanks, guys, so much. We'll uh, we'll have you back. Bye. 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 
Hi folks, Mark Sisson here, and I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a primal health coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching but have been held back by worries, such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest growing specialty in all of coaching, and we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit PrimalHealthCoach.com and subscribe.